Welcome to the Powerful Podcast. This is a podcast where I inspire and motivate you to increase your sales and live your best life. So I do this primarily through dropping nuggets of wisdom here and interviewing phenomenal guest. My name is Paul Fu. I am an international sales coach, Forbes Coaches Council member and TEDx speaker. So grab a seat, grab a cup of coffee or tea or water and enjoy this podcast. Your life and your business will never remain the same after this. Let's go. Hey everybody, how are you doing today? It's a new day, it's a fresh day. I hope you're up shaking and baking. This episode of the Paul Fu podcast is fascinating. I interviewed interviewed a great gentleman by the name of Rere Oboasi. He was a banker and then he started a renewable energy company called Real Hope. The story is very, very fascinating. You're going to learn a lot from his grit, his determination and his hard work. And that's why he's a success today. But before we get into the episode, I want to say that this episode of the Paul Four Podcast was sponsored by Sales Factory uh, 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 WhatsApp group. So I have WhatsApp group. I teach sales and marketing every single day from Monday to Friday for three minutes. I drop a voice note on the 15th of every month. We do a book review. We have reviewed five books this year. And then on the 30th of every month, we do a hot seat where we just ask questions about people's business and see how we can improve those businesses. All right. Um, to join the group, you click on the link on the needs in the show notes of this podcast is 15,000 for three months. If you're in Nigeria, I think it's like 30 or 32 dollars if you live outside Nigeria. So let's get into the subject and the beautiful episode for today. Let's go. Boom. Shaking and baking. All my guests are fascinating people. I did a podcast. I did uh, I did an Instagram live yesterday. I said I've done 58 episodes and I've learned 58 lessons. <laughs> this is my 59th episode. I am so excited. Interview Mr. Rere Obai C. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, I like the name of your business, Rehoboth. It reminds me of the Bible term Rehoboth. Is that what was that what inspired you? <laughs> no, 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 no. So Rehoboth uh, is from my names. The first oh. two letters of my names. Oh, Re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re
the old uh, cement making uh, or block making. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know that if you if you grew up in Nigeria. Yes. Those those Lisa engine they use them to make blocks at the same time they use them to power houses. Yes. So those days, those were the things that that I was used to. And I grew up in Akure. I wasn't in Lagos per se. So yeah. it wasn't, the exposure wasn't maximum. Yeah. So when I got to that person's house and I saw it, I was re- really intrigued. So there's something that can power your house mm-hmm. and and not make a sound. Mm. And that just caught me. It just caught me. The moment I got home, I, I was on the internet for hours. What is an inverter? What is mm. what are batteries? What are the type of batteries? What could be so I, I, I used to say that I emailed not to exaggerate over 12 companies. Wow. That same day. You know, companies companies all over the world, in America, in, 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 in India, in China. You know, it was after a few days the emails came back and they you know, connected me with some of their representatives in Nigeria. You know, some of them told me they are not yet in Nigeria and mm. so on and so forth because it was really new then. But the solar was completely new. It was still in butters that were that were in the market. People mm. didn't really know about solar system there. So and that's how I picked up the curiosity. You know, as a matter of fact, I I would say it is all God because even my closest of friends or my even my parents, when I told them I'm intrigued by this thing called inverter solar and I, I'm thinking of turning it into a business, they all discouraged me. You know, they mm. thought it was you know, in fact, some people told me in straight words that how do you intend to feed your family with this? Now? <laughs> you know, my, 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 my friends, I remember in you know, Specifically, they told me that what do I think I'm doing? I should go get a better job. Hmm. And my parents told me, you can't, you can't feed your family with that. You need to get something doing, you know. And to God be the glory, I'm not only feeding my family, I'm feeding hundreds of people at the moment with this same renewable energy, you know. So uh, the truth about it is that, that I, was, I was lucky to jump on that spark. Mm. I used to tell people that when I left the banking industry, I didn't have an exact plan as to what I wanted to do. Mm. But I knew at the back of my mind that I could be more than what I am now. So I left the banking industry, not with a clear plan as to what to do, but with a clear vision as to what I want my life to be like. So that, you know, channeled me into, you know, into a level of curiosity that made me look out for things. So I was, I was sensitive. Let's put mm, it that way. Mm, mm. It, it was a sensitive period. You know, it's like when you have you seen when a guard dog senses danger around mm, mm, the way mm. it stands up, the way, the way the hairs you know start to yes, you know, yes, yes, you know, tingle or uh, you know, stuff like that. So. That period was a sensitive period for me. Mm. I was very on. I was on alert. Mm. So, if it was not renewable energy that came then, if it was something else, that's you would have chased it. Yeah, I saw it because mm. I was. In, mm. Yes, I was in the mood. I was. I was. In, I was in the phase. I was. I was very curious. I had time on my hands. I was ready to run. I was. I knew it was time for me to work hard. You know, I. I, I used to say something. Yeah. The day I decided to go out of banking, I remember I was on the fourth floor of the office and I saw one of my bosses driving mm. Camry Muscles, and they call it Camry Muscles, yeah. 2011 Camry. He had been in the banking industry for 14 years. So I said to myself, do I need to stay in the banking industry for this long for me to you know, be able to achieve this little thing? That mm. was one. Number two, I remember that I was, I was working in VI and my house was in Satellite Town, which is after Festac. That's a, that's a, that is a serious distance. distance and the traffic. Yes, I used to wake up. I used to wake up. Yeah, I used to wake up three thirty, sometimes four. Get ready, leave the house four thirty-five, just to make sure I'm at the office before seven, before eight. And I used to close again and get to at between eleven and one p.m. depending on how bad the traffic is. Yes. Now I said to myself. By putting this much time, come on, man. Thing, come on, man. Rest assured, 
I'm rest assured I will make something out of life. And in that time, I was being paid to me 110,000 because they had just confirmed me as um, as an ordinary staff, something like that. It was a move from uh, what they called probationary period. It was mm. it was nothing, you know. So I, I thought I could do that. And lo and behold, yeah, I was right. Because if I if if I didn't pull out then, I know some of my bosses that pulled out after me, they were my bosses, they were already managers. And what they said to me when I pulled out was, Really, you did the right thing. Most of those guys now are doing business. They were already managers in the banking industry. Mm. You know, so yeah, it's the the topic for this first thing we talked about is recognizing the spark. Mm. I think I would have to write that down mm. because I'm writing a book. I have to put that down in my book. Recognizing okay. the spark. Yeah, I saw I, I saw the book. It's very, very uh very, very, very good. You know, what you just said reminded me of what uh, a guy called Franz Kafka said. Let me read the quote. I like quotes a lot. They said don't bend, don't water it down. Don't try don't try to make it logical. He said follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. Woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought I thought that was that was that was really powerful. There's something else I observed when I was in, in researching you. You didn't have a background in renewable energy. Not at all. You didn't have a background in it. And then you went for it. Because what stops a lot of people sometimes they want to have everything figured out first in quotes before they launch out so mm-hmm. as you were going you were learning tell us about that journey of learning as you progress each step of the way okay so that's the most interesting part about my journey in the renewable mm. energy sector mm. i'm still learning even now mm. which is still part of the curiosity you talked about you see uh, a lot of people, like you said, are discouraged when they don't know something, when they don't know about something. But mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. I believe that I have a brain. I believe that that brain can do learning. I mean, if I ask you now, is there a place where, if you're a married person, is there a place where you've learned marriage now? Is there a place no. where you've learned how to do No, I've been married for you 16 years. Marriage, <laughs> you become, yeah. You get into marriage and you, you get into it. Yeah. You get into parenthood and you get into it yeah but you survive yes and that's how i have always been the business life yeah I like don't get that. it wrong the, there is a there is a place for learning mm-hmm. so what i did was that what people did before i did during mm. i i i studied microbiology on fourth degree basis and mm. and when I saw renewable energy, I had no clue. You know, I had no clue. But I understood the fact that I could put together a team that could make it work. One mm. thing I've always known right from time is, I mean, this was this this became confirmed when I studied the life of Steve Jobs, right? Mm. You don't necessarily need to know it 100%. Yes. You don't need to know a particular aspect exceptionally well have an idea of the other aspects, mm. but getting people who know those other aspects fantastically well. So mm. for example, now, I knew that for me to go into the business of renewable energy, I didn't need to know it in too, too much details. Mm. I just needed to know the do's and don'ts, how, how to connect it, how to work it out. So what I did was get an engineer, mm. paid the engineer to teach me. Mm. So each time we go for installations, I'm right there. So my first few years in the renewable industry, if people who listen to this podcast, if they remember or if they've known me for ages, mm. they'll tell you that back in this, I used to be on every installation site. Mm. I did, so that happened to me for the first seven years. I was always on site. No matter, I'm there studying, asking questions. After we're done installing, I'm sitting them down, taking down lessons. I'm going on the internet, reading and learning. I'm practicing with the one in my house, stuff like that. But I wasn't doing that in the open. I was the boss in quotes. But behind closed door, I was a student. My goodness, this is. But what I knew, what I knew that my 
the people that worked with me didn't know or what I understood was I understood I was a good manager and I could make a business out of it. Then you have to install, but I could make a good business out of it. Now, I wouldn't waste my energy just focusing on knowing how to install because I'm not going to climb your roof to put up solar panels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get people to do that for me. What I needed to do is to understand that this has to be done in this certain way. That way I could monitor. Mm-hmm. Another thing I brought into the system for me and as as a, as a personal as a person towards my company, now mm. I'm separating myself and my company. Yes. One thing I brought into the system, my company system, is the quality uh, attention to details. Mm. Now, attention to details for me works in every aspect of my life, whether in dressing, whether in in speech, whether in acquiring a property whether in designing, whatever it is. So what I did was bring raw materials together. And I talk about raw material, I mean raw talent. Mm. Engineers that knew what they were doing. Engineers that went to school for these sort of things. Mm. And watch them install. And then them a better way to do it. I once read this thing about Steve Jobs, where when you when he gives you an assignment, when you bring it to him, he asks you, can this be done better? Mm. Can we can we do this this way? Can we mm. do it that way? It doesn't mean he knows exactly how to do it, mm. but he has an idea of how to make something better. That was mm. how I came into the industry. So mm. as I when I came into the industry, there were people that done engineering, that understood it, people that went to school for it. I didn't go to school for it. I learned the basics, but I I focused on the most important part for me, which was the business aspect. Mm. I used to tell people before I kickstart my business, I'd read 25 business books. By the time I kickstarted, I was on 50 business books. So I've stopped so much in the business aspect that there was no way. All I could see was how to profit from something. Wow. So even though I wasn't 100% into the renewable energy aspect, I was 100% into the business aspect. Mm. wherever I am lacking there is somebody there to shock it so I close the deal we get it installed real as installed it and we move to the next level and we did that for years and now I've become a professional with installing but regardless I'm still not going to <laughs> there are people who do that you know so I, I, to be sincere uh, lest I digress if I have um, it was very important for me to understand how to get requisite knowledge, how to identify where that comes from. Yeah, business knowledge from business experts and books, mm-hmm. technical knowledge from technical experts and field experience, and I mm. combined it. And I was patient with myself. Mm. You know, when I worked in Stambik Bank. I was in VI in Lagos. Mm-hmm. When I started re- re- up, I was back in Akure. Was so when you left the when Akure, you left banking, you went back to Akure. I went back to Akure. I was in Akure for five to six years. Wait, wait, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. A lot of people in the UK in America <laughs> listen to this podcast. Now, Akure guys is not a primary city in Nigeria. We're talking Lagos and Abuja. Those are primary cities. You need to, you know, because when you when you look at the glory of this man right now, you can't connect. For him to have left Lagos and went back to Akure for five years. It's like going back to the wilderness to prepare you for where God is taking you to. That's a lot of humility, a lot of conscientiousness. So I wanted to give you guys some perspectives first. Before we go on, yeah, I had to go back. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, to go back this is so powerful. I knew, and uh, to be sincere, Hi. to Jesus. be sincere, it's called, called recognition, yeah, understanding the times. I, I knew for a fact that if I started what I wanted to do in Lagos, I would have shut down very early because I didn't have the capacity. Mm. So I had to go and build momentum. When I built that momentum, when I came into Lagos in one year, we were already on top of Lagos in the renewable energy space. In one year, 
I came into Lagos 2017. By 2018 January, I came into Lagos 2017 May 5th officially. Mm -hmm. By January February 2018, we were already known. By 2019, everybody knew real as the, as that renewable energy industry. We've been operating on a low key in Lagos. In mm -hmm. Korea. Mm -hmm. But when we moved to Lagos, and by by 2019, we had moved to the Lekki office. So it was a big move. You know, we were big right there. Move. We were right there in Lekki phase one on the express and the the most in, in quote push part of Lagos. Yes. You know? So yes. it that for me, momentum was important. So for example, now in my life at the moment, I'm yeah. gathering momentum for something. Yeah. I'm I'm if anybody, you know, I post on social media, if anybody follows me on social media, they will see that what I'm concentrating on right now is more family, settling, yes. putting things together, yes. holding series of meetings on flow, reading books and so on, because I'm preparing for another big launch. Life mm. is in stages. Yes. I, I was telling my uh, board of directors and advisory board that it's time for me to take you up to the next mountain. Mm. And that requires... That requires my mind to be on another level. So yeah. the mind, you know, you've not asked me about, about this, but mm. the truth is the mind is my is my channel for traveling. The mind is my is my what they call it now, it's my rockets, it's my is my transportation. Beautiful. So I am in the process right now of upgrading my mind. When I'm done upgrading my mind, then I can take the business against the next one. But what people do is the only thing of the well, maybe maybe because they're not business people, they only think about the technical aspects. Technical is fine. I'm never going to be involved technically in my business. Mm. I will know it, but it's not my job description because I'm never going to be on the field installing windmills. Yeah, and putting. I will know it, mm. but. If I'm going to take the business to the next level, I'm not going to do it as a technician. I'm going to do it as a very intelligent business mind. So that being said, that's about it. That's about this, it. Really. This, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. Speaking about Steve Jobs, um, Lauren Powell Jobs, his widow, just put together his speeches in a book. Um, okay. It's a free book that just came out. I'm a bookworm. Please send me a like I'm, I'm going to send you the book like immediate, the Im immediately after. Yeah. I mean, I have a book club. We review books. I, I love books a lot. Yeah, something she said. She said, everything that makes up what we call life was made by people no smarter, no more capable than we are. That our world is not fixed. And so we can change it for the better. Oh yeah, I know that quote. I know that so quote. beautiful. That so beautiful. One of, the, I, I, one of his one of one of the beautiful lines from the book. He said, "Steve Jobs' mind is never a captive of reality." When I read it to my sons, we shouted. <laughs> oh, you, you must, I, I have a quote. I have a quote. I have to go and I have a quote. I can't remember the verbatim. Can you imagine? It's my own quote. I yeah. came up with it. Yeah. Let me try and put it together. Yeah. What I said in the quote is there has to the mind there has to be a balance of reality and fantasy mm. for mm. anybody to achieve the next level or achieve a, I have to look for that quote. Not Maybe I remember it before, but let me paraphr let me paraphrase it. Sure. What I was trying to say in that quote was you could you could fantasize and you could be realistic. Mm. But for your reality to be a success, you have to fantasize. Yeah. And for your fantasy to be a success, you have to be ready to work hard. Mm. So it's all a cycle. Right? Yeah. Most people that think they want to go to the next level, they do it by starting with a thought, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a fantasy because at the moment you don't have it. Yes. You know, you sit down and you say, you know what, you want to have a company in all the major, in every continent in, in the world mm -hmm. right but at that moment when you're thinking that you are in your village mm. in, in, in a town in, in nigeria mm. you are fantasizing mm -hmm. but if you had the, the requisite um what do you call it hard work mm -hmm. that sequence 
and you develop your mind adequately. And yeah. when I talk about developing your mind, it goes through a lot of process. Yes. I'm sure you're a professional with that. I see yeah. that you're a form specialist, right? Yes. You have to develop your mind. If your mind is there, your body will eventually get there. So powerful. Your mind has to get there first. First. Your mind has to get there first. Once your mind is there, every every other thing that makes up your being will match up to it. If your mind is not there, there's nothing you can do. You are stuck. Fantastic. You're stuck. Fantastic. So that's about it. That's wow, about fantastic. Whereas so so this morning I was talking to my ten year old. His older brothers had gotten ready for school. They hopped on their bicycle and they have gone to school. So my 10-year-old who plays football, he was getting late for my wife to go and drop him off in school. And I said something to to him. I said, Baba, you know, you repeated the same thing like two, two, three Saturdays ago. You didn't get your boots ready to go for your football practice. That how you do one thing is how you do everything. I said all of that to say this. I'm not trying to blow your trumpet, but Mr. Herrera, you dress very, very well. Extremely well. <laughs> Cut of your suits. Not yet. <laughs> My goodness. Your penny loafers. Uh, I mean, like a classic gentleman. That's one of the things that first caught my attention. Thank you. For and, 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 and then that pulled, I think that pulls people in. And then when you now open your mouth, they match it with the intellect and like, whoa, I think that's a powerful and deadly combination. How does, how do, how do you, is that a transferable skill? And who were some of the people that influenced you growing up? And how has that opened doors for you? Because I mean, I interviewed a guy called Okay. That's one of the biggest clothing stores in Dubai. He's a Nigerian. He dresses so so well as well. And he had worked with Goldman. He had worked with Blackstone in New York. I mean, great guy. We're talking about the same thing. How looking good for a man it um, it opens certain doors. And if you can match it with your competence, it means you become a very dangerous man. So talk to us yeah, about that. So, so yeah. So. Uh... So, uh, growing up, uh, let's start from what I saw as a young star. Yeah. My father was really a good, uh, fashionable person. And uh, he he always dressed so nicely. He was, was quite neat, you know. All those men that would have pattern and have only yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That was very fresh. Even to now, he still, still, you know, pays attention to such details. So, my the, the first glimpse I got was from him. Wow, you know? that's so beautiful. And then, and then, secondly, I went to Covenant University. It was, it was as I that's went a great there, I don't, know what, I don't, I don't know what's happening now. But they didn't even wear jeans. They didn't wear jeans. No, no, they don't wear jeans. I had a buddy that went. Ishaya Baku went there too. A good friend of mine too. Ishaya Baku. But when they, they wore can't. jeans for the first first two sets, and then they cancelled it. Yeah? yeah. And then, and and in in that school. We learned how to dress, right? Mm. Uh, uh, they always made us, you know, dress corporately, as it were. And then after school, I worked in a bank, and uh, and then uh, sorry, uh, so one no second, no problem. I, I I got the call from one of my workers. Yeah, so we, we we were talking about the fact that you know because of the fact that you are. You pay a lot of attention to how you look. And people don't know that you, that mm-hmm. skill is transferable. And now you have transferred it even to your business. Talk to us about mm-hmm. why it's important that men, women, especially men, it's important that people see you first before they hear what you have to say. And what you may not go yeah, into sure. this day, but in what circumstances that open doors for you, for people to even want, want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see, I was talking about the process uh, that affected my outlook and, and dressing. Uh, yeah. I also read in a couple of business books that uh, how you dress is how you are dressed, you know. You know, I jokingly always tell people uh, that when when they talk about women, I say, I say people do not, um, when you meet a woman or when you see a woman, you you do not see her character immediately. Mm. You do not see her goodwill immediately. You do not see uh, 
a lot of things immediately. You, you, you can't see if she can cook, for example. Mm. You can't see if she if she if makes love well. You can't see all those things. What mm. you first see is the artwork, outward beauty. Mm-hmm. That's what attracts you to the person. It's mm-hmm. after you you've met the person that you start to check character, check behavior, check all those things. Right. Mm. Same goes for business. You can't explain to so many people how good your business is mm. from the outside. I like so that what they have to first see is your outlook. Mm. People judge based on first impression. Yes. You know, uh, if if the first time I'm meeting you, for example, you are rude to me, mm. it would take it would take a lot of impressions for me to correct that first impression. Impression, yeah, exactly, exactly. First impression for me in the business world is your business outlook. Mm. It starts the appearance of your team. Mm. It goes along with the appearance of even your office. Mm. People joking call it packaging. Mm-hmm. Packaging is everything about business. Mm. Packaging is everything about optimizing profit mm, it's mm. a combination of packaging and value mm. so people have value but they don't have packaging and be just because of their lack of sensi- sensitivity towards packaging their value is ignored yeah some people have packaging they don't have value but they get through into some places because people recognize the packaging first is mm. later on that you see this does not have value but at that point the person who has packaging has gotten to a certain level. Mm, mm. So if you are to ask me, for example, can you have value without packaging? I will tell you, packaging is important. Develop your value, but mm. make sure that your packaging is intact before you launch. Mm. If you are only a value-driven person and you do not have the packaging to, to you know, to, to make that value look attractive, then you are wasting your time. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, there are there are. I mean, this cuts across every aspect of business. You, the way Mercedes Benz, for example, do their cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you do you go on and say, let me test the fender or the bumper of this Mercedes Benz if it's stronger than the fender and the <laughs> no 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 yeah fender and the bumper of this Toyota? You don't. You never do that. We yeah. don't even know the difference. Yes. You know that. Between me and you, and maybe the professionals in that aspect will know the difference, but a layman wouldn't. I don't know if the plastic on my Mercedes-Benz is stronger than the plastic on the Toyota. I don't yeah. know that. Yeah. Right? So my point is, but they've packaged the Mercedes-Benz to the point where psychologically, you just think the Mercedes-Benz is better. Mm. And then when you now drive it, which is now the value, you now see that it's better. Yeah. But at least it has to be a to the, God has designed everything in the world to see with their eyes. Mm. That's how God designed everything. To see with their minds. And those things are all, I mean, this is a different topic entirely, but I can summarize with the fact that impressions are important, mm-hmm. right? Now you're talking to me if you, if you have a, if you did not get a good impression, you wouldn't bring me on your show. Mm, mm. There are hundreds of people that you know that do businesses, mm. but they are not on your show. Mm. Not because you don't think they have some form of value, mm. but because you think certain next time, maybe their presentation, their outlook, mm. it doesn't match what you want with your brand. Very simple. Mm. It's all a game of how you're able to. So, I mean, there are a lot of people now that do renewable energy. But mm. like the way we are are they in that open space like the way Reop is doing it? No. Mm. Do they have offices that look good? No. Do they mm. have staffs that look good? No. Is their installation needs? No. Mm. There are a lot of details. A lot of details. So between me and you, my dressing is part of my packaging. Mm. Even though it comes to me naturally, yeah. you have also identified it as a weapon. If you go somewhere, if you look well, they address you that way. Yeah. If you talk well, they address you. If you don't dress well, then before they can identify you as a valuable person, you would have suffered a lot of loss. Mm, mm, mm. Packaging just 
catalyzes your value. Let's put it that way. So yes, yeah, dressing good is very important. Very, that's, very important. That's, that's a powerful. If you had to start mm-hmm. your business all over again, what role would you employ first and why? Hmm. <laughs> what role? Okay, if I'm about to start my business again, I would I would employ a marketing strategist. Hmm. So why? Um, because uh, the prosperity of the business lays, of my aspect of business, has a lot of uh, roots in how many people have heard about you. Mm. Whether by mouth to mouth, whether by word of mouth, whether by uh, social media, whether by every type of uh, media, uh, it is important to to put out the right content to attract the right set of people or to attract the right market. So for me, if I were to start this business from ground up, I will first employ hmm. I mean, technically there are two those questions are two different questions. So technically, what I need as a company if I'm to start from ground up, is a mm. good engineering team. Mm. So you get the technical part locked down. Yes. So so I'll have to break your question into two. So mm-hmm. you permit me. That's fine. Who are the two the people you will employ first on the technical level yes. and on the business level? Mm. Technical level is solid quality engineering team. So that's on lockdown. Then secondly, on the business aspect, a marketing and communication strategist. That's us. With those two, I can I can turn the business from zero to to a billion dollar business immediately. Fantastic. I mean, with the marketing guys, you get a lot of lead flow. Your technical guys delivers. Yeah. Right. Yes, that's that's all. That's... And I, I can be the mediator between both of them. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. That can brilliant. be. That's that's about it. That's about brilliant. it. One of the things that I that I that uh, because of because of my bias for sales i always like asking this question and walk us through how you close your first sale in rehove your first sale and how did that make you feel when you got the alerts the the credit alert in your phone man like bro i made it (laughs) mama made it The first, the first sale was very interesting yeah tactically how did it happen yeah So the first sale, I had to act like I've been doing it for years. I love that. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, I bro. Went, I went to yeah, I went to a customer in Africa, uh-huh. and I'm like, so so I'll say this first: I'm an opportunist, right? Mm. And I'm a, uh, uh, I'm an opportunist. So I went into that store, and then never ceased power, mm-hmm. and then they have to go turn on the agenda. And I said to them, why do you have to do this? We have solar inverter systems. No, I didn't even say solar. I said we have inverter systems that can help with this breaking transmission. That a store like this needs that seamless flow of power. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, what idea do you have? I said, well, I have a renewable energy company. But don't forget, before I did that, I had opened the website, had opened an official email, had also uh, printed a flyer. Beautiful. Right? Beautiful. I'd not done a single job, but at, so working in the bank helped me administratively put my business together. Hmm. I knew how to come up with an email, how to write things, uh, write a proper email and hand it with warm regards, kind of regards. So hmm. I, on the administrative I was already solid, but I was doing it from my home, from the desk in my home. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I had not done any job, but I told the customer that this is the solution that is working. Yeah. And we've done it in so many places, places. and they are working. Yeah. And the person gave us the opportunity. When I received the alert, it was amazing. Uh, 
It was a lot of money, even though half of that money went into, because I wasn't a professional, I had to hire a professional team yeah. to come do it under my name as well. And we got the job done successfully and that was it. From there, it just spiraled out. My parents also, my parents were my second client. Oh, they actually paid me for their investment. Beautiful. They didn't do yeah, your parents, so they paid me. And from there, it just, you know, back then in Korea, I used to drive from the end of Korea to another end, dropping my flyers in every place, Come in on, banks, bro. in restaurants, Come on, in everywhere. I used to drive to Lagos also. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. God sees my heart. I drive to Lagos. I park in Lucky Phase 1 in the safe zone. And I start to trek around the old Lucky Phase 1, submitting my flyers to places. They didn't allow me to drop my flyers in most places. I had the printout then. Uh, I left out a space for the name of the company. So when I walk to the front of the company, I look at their signboard, I see their name, then I write. Come on, bro. <laughs> I did that. I did that for years. I would do that and I'll travel back to Korea. It was a little safer then to go by road. Yes. I'll travel back to Korea at 7 p.m. I'll get back to my house around 10:30 p.m. in the night. You know, I used to do that daily. I'd not not I don't go to Lagos daily. I do maybe every two to three weeks Lagos. You know, I, I did that for years. So I was first, I was my marketing agent, I was my accountant, I was my Everything. The only thing I was not was I was not the engineering team. Super. Every other aspect I was. I was the one doing my 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 uh, what do you call it? My customer support and customer follow up. Mm. I was the one doing everything. It was all me. Did that generate that leads? Point, did that did that generate leads for you? That that customer oh, acquisition channel. That leads. customer acquisition channel yeah. did it generate leads for you? Yes, it did. it did generate leads. But one good thing about me, it did, it generated a couple of leads. One thing about me is I am not easily discouraged. Mm. Uh, so even though the leads were not as Quality. expected, mm. but I knew for sure that all I needed was to get um, one right good job. Mm. Base. Mm. And that person or those people can. So I. I use two things to my advantage in my business world. The ability for a customer to refer a customer. Mm -hmm. And secondly, social media. Word of mouth. I used yeah. to tell my wife, social media, social media made me. She did she doesn't believe it now because half of the I couldn't afford marketing. Couldn't afford putting my stuff in newspaper, magazines, couldn't afford that. For over time on social media, when I built our business to a certain level, all those newspapers came looking for us. Mm. Punch, Guardian, the Newsday, everything. They came. This was barely six months after I moved to Lagos. I had an avalanche of interviews. Beautiful. So even for Lagos, renewable energy was new. You know, at a point, interviews were affecting my business. I had to stop allowing interviews. I cut off interviews for a long time, you know. So to cut the long story short, I did a lot of personal marketing, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that really generated leads. But I also also worked on quality customers. This is what I mean. Yeah? There are some people that understand your value mm -hmm. and that understand value. Yeah. And it's all about understanding your target market. There mm -hmm. was a customer in our career that met she installed five systems. Wow. After that condition, I, I moved to a new house, bought a new car. I could set up a new office. Now, what's my point? Not everybody understands your value. Yeah. You have yeah. to go to where that value is appreciated. Mm -hmm. I used to tell my workers, if you say you've not made a sale this month, and some of my... Um, sales executives mm -hmm. you say you've not made the sales this month is because we're not moving in the right direction mm -hmm. in lagos alone there are minimum 30 million houses mm -hmm. or 30 million yeah on an average there are five million houses and there are on an average six people living in the house father mm -hmm. mother four children mm -hmm. on an average there are 30 million people living in lagos i said all we need in a month all we need in a month is, is less than 15 customers out of 30 million. Mm. That's achievable. 
you know. So I tell them, have you seen somebody who sells a Rolls Royce on private jet is marketing it in Oshodi? No. Mm. Have you seen somebody who 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 intends to you know to sell expensive houses in in Lekki, and the person goes to those states to a market that said no, no. To go to the right. Yeah. So that's very important. I got on very early quality customers. Even up to now, we still keep a lot of quality customers. So we are not just looking for every customer in the market. We have plans to hopefully open our, you know, because a lot of people want disadvantages and they cannot afford it. So right now, I've had two meetings today with two different banks, you know, trying to work out finance financing or payment spread for our customers. But before then, between now and when that is available to the public, yeah. we are still focusing on getting those costs to understand our value. And that's about it. Wow. This is so powerful. This has been so, so, so powerful, Mr. Rere. As we begin to wrap up, round of the, the conversation now, I want. I always like to ask, I know that you're a big reader. Um, as your business gets busy, you may not have the time to read like you used to read. But can you walk us through one or two books that were very, very instrumental to the businessman that you are today? Uh, I'll have to think back. There were two books that really, there was one uh, on entrepreneurship, uh, The Rules of Entrepreneurship. That's the name of the book. It's, I think something, something Templar. Is that that guy? One guy that yeah. writes The Rules of Something, yeah. Templar, yes. Yeah. Tem yeah. Templar, yes. Yeah. Then there was another one that really made me find my foot. Is the the something about the trappist monks? I have to remember the title. It's, it's Is it the monk that sold the monk who sold his Ferrari? No, 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 no. Okay. No. The Business Secrets of the Trappist Monks. That's the title. Wow, I never heard that it was, book before. It was written by August Turak. Mm. It's titled The Business Secrets of the Trappist Monks. Wow. It's a book that I don't know why it has not become so powerful to people or become so... It's, oh, it's not, it's not mainstream, yeah. How, yeah, it's the book. I think it's mainstream, really. It's the book that blew my mind. It, mm. it explains to you how monks religiously handle business. Mm. You know, how Jewish monks religiously and the business. So that book was really good. Uh yeah, that's the two those two books really um helped me. Uh but yeah, I've read a lot of books between now and then. Mm. Uh, I, I I for example, some weeks ago I saw uh, a post on social media by Ward what in um what they call Encronium or something. I've forgotten the, the the name of the company. Okay. They wrote um seven business books recommended by business experts mm. uh in Stanford University. Mm -hmm. And the next bought us seven books from Wow. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Because and I'm on, I'm 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 reading the first one now. So beautiful. Connect. I don't know if you can see. Yes, I can see it. I can see it. I can see yeah, it. These people from Stanford University. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. So, uh, so yeah, the, I need, again, Business Secret of the Trappist Monks by August Turok. That's I'm, a very good I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out. Yeah, you could Google it and you find it. So, yeah, yeah that's that. That's it. And rules of entrepreneurship. If people that say, okay, I really enjoyed this conversation. I want to hear more about you. Where do we direct them to? You have a training institute, oh, yeah. right? Training people on uh, yeah, but, installations. But for installation. But we do a bit of business training after the installation. Those are part of the values we give. So we are not only training you to know how to install. We're training you to become a real bicycle. Make a business out of it. Make out a of living it. out of it. Fantastic. Some, fantastic. some people know how to install, but they don't know how to make a living out of it. That's cool. I've made a living from renewable energy. Yeah, so I do that. Uh, for now, my website should be back where I upgraded my website. I used to have a personal website, www.rerealbc.com, but we shut it down and we are, we are working on it. Uh, it should be back up by the end of June. Okay. Once it's back, people can connect with me via that. Um, 
They can also connect with me personal through my personal email, riri.obaisi at riob.com. Mm-hmm. And then my Instagram is open. Yeah. Send me a message that that gives value or that expects value. I'll respond. If not, I won't. Mm-hmm. I see, I see all the messages that come on my social media. <laughs> Fantastic. So sometimes some people... Some people contact me and they just say things that are not relevant. Yeah. But yeah. If anybody wants to reach me and they have relevant things to say, yeah, of course I'll respond. Fantastic. That's about it. But the best way to reach me really is via my email, riri.obicatrio.com. Okay. I don't have your email. I'm I'm gonna get it after after this. So last question yeah. I will always ask is if you could, if you enjoy the conversation, you enjoy the the in the conversation. If you could recommend an entrepreneur that you know that you feel that should be on the show, who would that entrepreneur be? <laughs> there are a lot of, there are a lot of very intelligent people. Hmm. People have become big businessmen. Hmm. There is somebody, the owner of Nod. Nod. Nod Mottles. Okay. Yes. N-O-R-D. I think I've seen that thing on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it makes cars in Nigeria. Yeah. There's also somebody called Wale, Wale Ayelara. Yes, Landway. I've, I've done sales yeah. training for, for his company, yeah. So I've done sales training for his team, I don't know him too personally. Yeah. But he's, he's a very... Is outstanding in what he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talks with him to come on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So th- those kind of people are very. They will give value. Yes. Not this great people. Um, a couple of people. Yeah. You could also bring in one of the piggy vest. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, you are you are just in the spirit. I've e- I have I've emailed her. I have um, I have sent her a DM. Because I'm a big customer of of um, of Piggy Vest. I have a story around Piggy Vest. I'm waiting to for her to come on the show so I can I can share that my yeah, narrative. Those with, are people. Uh, yeah. If I have any other people, I think I can send that to you privately. But those are the ones that came to my head at the moment. Wow! Thank you, thank you so much. So, guys, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, drop a review, and then uh, thank you so much. Let me just stop the recording and I continue my conversation with Mr. with Mr. Uh, 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 with Mr. Rere.